Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Yes! Higgity, have no fear. The I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here on today's podcast. A whole lot of shit has went down for me, the gringo man, dingo, yours truly, the sultan of sniff in the last five days, a five-day journey, an unexpected journey that I break down in great detail on a fantastic blast master, fully disruptive, huh, I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast coming up right now. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers. Start this puppy off with something real nice. Start this puppy off with something real proper. But most importantly, start this puppy off with something real loud and real funky. I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast coming at you right now. Let's fucking go. Yes! Higgity, have no fear. The I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. Hope everybody's doing good. Hope everybody's feeling really good. Hope everybody's feeling real safe. Hope everybody is feeling sane. I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast coming live and direct from New York City. Hope everybody had a fantastic 4th of July. Hope everybody... Made it through the 4th of July weekend with all of your fingers intact. My name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Gringo Man Dingo, a.k.a. the Disruptive Warrior, a.k.a. the Inflamed Ashkenazi, a.k.a. the Raging Bullshitter. 
And like I said, I hope everybody had a great long weekend. We are here in the in the summer. The summer has begun. Fourth of July weekend. Joey Chestnut, the hot dog eating champion, defended his title, choked out a protester, and continued to kick ass an American hero in an American traditional sport, the hot dog eating contest. That happened on the 4th of July out there in Coney Island, Coney Wyland, wild Coney Island. Um, and man, I got some some bugged out shit to tell you guys. Um, anyway, I hope everybody is feeling good. Hope everybody's staying cool. It's very hot across the country. Um, I've had, to be honest with you, a really... I got thrown for a fucking loop the last five, well, six days, six days ago, but it was for five days. So let me tell you guys what's happened to me in the last five days. So I told you guys on the last I Am Rapport Stereo podcast episode, I went to Florida. I didn't mention when I came back from Florida on the last episode, I was feeling a little weird, you know, um, but I thought... You know, I didn't sleep good the night before I flew. And uh, we did the podcast, great podcast. Last episode was a fantastic podcast. And um, the next day I woke up, worked out, had a really fucking hard time doing a really easy workout. My standard full body 20-minute weightlifting blast class. You know, with dumbbells, you know, full body, uh, easy, easy, trust me, easy. But I was like, damn, I mean, I was burning doing it. Like my chest was burning, had to take longer breaks than my normal long breaks. And I was like, man, fuck, shit. Rest of the day, I didn't have much to do, didn't have much work, had some mundane errands. And while I was out doing my mundane errands, I'm like, man, I don't fucking feel good. You know, like, to be honest, I, I was feeling lightheaded doing, like I said, regular shit around the house, nothing. You know, even after I was doing workout, like, you know, just regular shit around the house, had to go to the store, it's basic shit, just wasn't feeling good. Wasn't feeling good. This was, this was last Tuesday, okay? Wednesday, wake up, mundane errands. Basic shit. Actually had to drop off some spit, some sputum at the doctor because that's just part of my fucking life. They wanted to check the inflamed Ashkenazi because, you know, I've been having this health stuff. So I go to do that. It's not that hot. I'm just going to walk home. It's like, fuck, man, fuck this. I'm not walking home. Took a cab. And, and normally this is like a, one of my beautiful walks down Fifth Avenue. It's like, I don't feel good. Went and got a haircut. I was just kind of like, fuck, man. I was in a daze. Felt like the haircut took 45 minutes. Took its normal time. Wasn't really talking to my barber, Eric. It's like, let me go get some chicken noodle soup. Went and got some chicken noodle soup. Uh, maybe this will feel better. Maybe I got a cold or something, you know. I'm just not feeling good. Had my chicken noodle soup. Walked home. I was like in a daze. I was like, fuck, man. This don't fucking feel good. I don't feel right. You know, and I was honestly, I was like having trouble breathing. So 
I came home, I told my wife, because I didn't tell my wife the day before about the breathing because I didn't want to get freaked out. And I was kind of freaked out because shitting outside is one thing. Ulcerative colitis is, is one thing. I got that down to a science. You know, I, I talked enough about the ulcerative colitis in the last month. You know, and then I got the bronchiectasis. That's why they call me the inflamed Ashkenazi, the coughing, the sputum, the snot, the <laughs> all that shit, patent, you know, the sniff, all that. These are patent things. But one thing that I never had while dealing with any of this is like lightheadedness. So I come home and I tell my obviously I don't feel right. So what do you mean? I said, I just, I don't fucking feel right. I don't feel right. It's like around 1230. This is uh, last Wednesday, the 29th, July 29th. So we have this oximeter, you know, the oximeter that reads your, your blood oxygen level. I just beeped it just now. Shit is low. Like you're supposed to be like standard really good is like 98 to 100. That's perfect. And probably 90%, 99.9% .9 of you people listening to the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast are within 95 to 100, which is all good. This is just not when you're doing anything, just sitting around. So, you know, she always hits me with the oximeter. It's a little black thing. Sometimes they're white. Little thing. Looks like a little piece of shit. Looks like a little nothing. Looks like an unimportant nothing kind of thing. She puts it on my finger. It's like 83. I'm like, just wait a second. It'll go up. It's like 83. We do it again. It's like 84. We do it again. It's like 83. I'm breathing. I'm like, yo, I don't, I don't fucking feel right. I don't fucking feel right. Goes up to about 87. 86. We keep doing it. So I call this urgent care concierge place near me. Tell them what's going on. They say, come in at 2.30. Go into the place at 2.30. No, actually, lay down, took a little nap, chilled, was going to record the podcast. Last, It was going to be last Friday's podcast, the July 1st podcast with the young shooter. Me and the shooter had a plan to do it at 5 p.m., so I, I tell him, yo, 2.30, uh, I'm going to go to the uh, place, get checked out, be ready to rock at 5 o'clock p.m. Boom. Da-da-da-da-da. So we go into the place. They have the good oximeter machine. They have, the, you know, everything. It's like a mini hospital. It's like kind of like an, an emergency room spot. Go in there. The guy, I'll call him Dr. J. Reads my uh, pulse. Doesn't like it. Reads my pulse. Doesn't like it. Blood pressure is fine. Read my pulse, doesn't like it. Tell him my history. He's like, he's not happy. Not happy, not comfortable. My wife has all the questions and all the information. Thank God. Sometimes I'm like, shut the fuck up. But she starts hitting him with all the recent history and the pulse oximeter, which again is an essential tool. Yo, you get one of these things for I think $9.99. If you have any breathing issues, health issues, you know, this, we got this during COVID. And I'm going to be totally honest. I thought this thing was fucking dumb. We go in there, homie's like, yo, uh, I don't like what I see. I'm like, all right, you don't like what you see. I want to give you a CT scan. I want to give you a CAT scan. I want to give you a chest x-ray. I was like, all right, I've done this many, 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 many times. Go in there, we do the x-ray. 
go in there, do the the iodine laced CAT scan where they hit you with the iodine so it's sort of you could read the pictures a little bit more, which I've never done that. Right, babe? It's the CAT scan or the eye. What's the thing with the iodine? Yeah, so uh, the CT scan. The CAT scans where they put you in the machine, they do that too. This is how serious they thought the shit was. The guy was not smiling, wasn't happy, wasn't making light of it. And I fucking really appreciate it. So he does the CT scan with the iodine, which I think, I'm not for sure, but I think it enhances the pictures. It separates the pictures. You could see things a little bit more. They go, yo, we want to put you on oxygen. We don't like the way you're breathing. All right, fuck it, put me on oxygen. We're in here waiting. He goes, while we put you on oxygen, we're going to wait for our bosses to read your CT scan. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm in there, I'm in there, I'm in there. It's about an hour. I'm on the oxygen, a little oxygen in my nose. I'm chilling. They come back. They go, yo, you have an ammonia. You have an ammonia in your lungs. This is a a real thing. I go, what? Pneumonia? He goes, yeah, you have an ammonia. You have an ammonia in your lungs. You have fluid in your lungs. I go, oh, you motherfucker. He goes, we think it would be best for you to go to the hospital. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Hospital? I'm at a sort of hospital. Aren't you guys the hospital? He's like, we need to send you to the hospital. That's our suggestion. We need to send you to a hospital. And we would like to put you on antibiotics and antibiotic drip right now. I was like, fuck. All right. My wife's like, do it. I was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. The guy's like, we think this is the best thing to do. I'm like, motherfucker. And the crazy thing is throughout all my testing, throughout all my fucking big shot doctors in Los Angeles and the other big shot doctors in Beverly Hills and my other big shot doctor in New York and another big shot doctor in New York and all the fucking breathing machines and all the shit that I've had to deal with because of the colitis and this bronchiectasis, which is basically like little sort of clogs in your lungs. And the reason why I have that is because of the ulcerative colitis medicine. No one ever said the P word. No one ever said throughout all this time, I've ever had an ammonia. And now that I'm looking back on it, I'm like, I must have. I guarantee you, I'd bet every single thing I have that I have 100% had ammonias in the past. And this particular ammonia, it didn't just start. I've been feeling like shit. I've been dealing with all this bullshit. I go, all right, let's do it. So they fucking get the IV drip. They give me the antibiotics. I can't even pronounce what they are. Like, let's do it. So they give me the first trip, we're waiting around, we're waiting around, they go, we're going to call, we have a relationship with Mount Sinai, I go, great, I was in Mount Sinai when I was two and a half year old, when I was broke my leg, I used to go to Mount Sinai when I was a kid, my doctor, my first doctor, my pediatrician, Dr. Gribbets, he was Mount Sinai, that's where I was, you know, treated growing up in New York City for whatever, shots, all that stuff, fuck it, let's go to Mount Sinai, they're waiting around, they go, we're trying to get you uh, all prepped up so when you get there, they have a room for you. All right, fuck it. Fuck it. I'm go- I, and in my head, I'm thinking, I'm going to go to the hospital. But go in there. They're going to give me some antibiotics the next day. Doctors are going to see me. I'll be out in the morning. This, this is what I'm thinking. So my wife, 
says, let me go home, get a little bag so you're comfortable, you know, in the hospital. I said, okay, get, get a pair of underwear, get a T-shirt, bring a sweatshirt. Nothing. I'm thinking nothing. She comes back. They go, all right, well, the, the room is set up. You get to the hospital. Uh, they're ready for you. I go, I got to go in an ambulance? It goes, no, you could go in a, uh, you know, an Uber. Just, but go. It's set up. So this is after being in the, so I'm in the urgent care for like four hours, sitting there. They get it all lined up. I'm not happy about it. I'm like, all right, fuck it. This is what, you know, I'm thinking I'm going to go see a doctor in the morning. They give me some more antibiotics. Ba 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 ba. Get to the fucking hospital, Mount Sinai Emergency Room, which is right across from Central Park on one side and on Madison Avenue, the projects. I go in through the emergency room entrance where you walk yourself in. And they have me in the files, but they don't have a room. I'm like, all right. They're like, you know, sit down here. I'm like, how long do I sit down? They go, about an hour. I go, does about an hour? Because you got, you got to fucking advocate for yourself. Big word. Big word. Now I'm in the system. I'm in the hospital. This ain't no concierge, urgent care, VIP, Michael Rappaport, Upper East Side, Manhattan shit. You know, they got those greeters at the hospital and they're motherfuckers. I go, okay. But I'm not feeling good. They go, it'd be about an hour. I said, does about an hour mean about an hour, like 30 minutes, or does it mean about, you know, three hours? They go, it should be about an hour. Okay, okay, sit down. Then we'll let my wife in because of COVID, ba, 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 ba. She's staying outside. She's like, I'm not leaving until you go in the room. I'm like, you could go. She's like, I'm not leaving until you get checked into a room. I'm like, all right, fine. Next thing you know, they come, they go, Miss Rapport. They bring me in the back. I'm in the fucking ER at the hospital, which on one side is beautiful Mount Sinai on Fifth Avenue. On the other side, it's across from the projects on Madison Avenue. Not terrible projects, but it's the PJs. Like, there's junkies and all that good shit. Spanish Harlem style. I'm in there, and it's as soon as they put me in the, like, you know, they have little sort of cubicles with curtains. You know, they put me in one of them. As soon as they shut the curtain and I'm in there chilling, they, they greet me in. At this point, no one's acknowledged that they know who I am, that I was getting a room or any of that shit. I was told they had a room for me. As soon as I get in there, next to me, they put somebody who comes in and sounds like they're either getting fucked or totally fucked up. This woman comes in, a Puerto Rican woman, very, very Puerto Rican. She's moaning. She's screaming. She's yelling. But it's at such a agony. It's almost like, is she in pleasure or is it pain? Because if you heard it out of context, you'd be like, yo, this woman's having sex. She's, she's getting fucked. But she's clearly not. But she's right next to me. She's crying. Oh, oh, oh. I mean, she's, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? That's going on. On the other side of me, I'm hearing about, some guy's talking to a social worker. He got into a fight with his girlfriend. I think she threw him down a flight of steps. He has a broken shoulder. He's all banged up on Percocets. They have him on Percocets. I'm hearing like his sob story. It's terrible. I tell my wife, I go, she's on the phone outside. I go, do they have a room for you yet? I go, no, I don't have a room yet. She goes, okay. So the guy comes back. You know, they, this guy knows, I'm not, you know, he goes, I know who you are. Uh, we're prepared for you. We're working on getting your room. I go, okay, cool. It's it's eight o'clock. I'm sitting in like a coach seat, basically like a coach seat, sitting upright. So they're about 
90 minutes at this point. Starting to get uncomfortable, not breathing good. They hit me with the oxygen. Da, 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 da. I go, yo, am I getting a room tonight, like soon, like, you know, in an hour? Or am I going to be sitting in this chair till 4 a.m.? Because I'm going to be totally honest, I'm not going to sit in this chair till 4 a.m. I know I need to see a doctor. I know I need to uh, be treated. But I ain't sitting in this room with all this craziness till 4 a.m. He's like, I'm going to get on it. Sitting there being patient, being patient. Somehow my wife snuck back there. I have no idea how the fuck she got back there. You know, she's sitting with me, talking to me. We're chilling, we're chilling. We're calling the concierge place like, yo, you fucking guys told me they were going to be ready for me. They're not ready for me. And I don't know when they're going to be ready for me. But I'm telling you one thing. I ain't sitting here till 4 a.m. I'm not sitting in this fucking chair till 4 a.m. Plus... This emergency room is literally like some fucking NBC drama shit. Straight up, like Law & Order, SVU, like ER. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. At one point, a patient got into a, a pushing altercation with a clerk, a greeter, someone who was checking them into the house. They're screaming and yelling, like, yo, what the fuck? Where's my fucking paperwork? They're like, sir, you, you were smoking in the bathroom. He's like, yo, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. I wasn't the one smoking in the bathroom. Ba, 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 ba. It's like that kind of chaos. I'm on the Upper East Side, but like I said, one side of the hospital is on Fifth Avenue, the other side of the hospital is on Madison Avenue. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I just went to go in there and get a checkup, feel a little lightheaded. What's happening to me? So I start pushing. I'm like, yo, I need to get out of here. I either need to be put in a room or come back tomorrow and get treated, whatever. Finally, they put me in a sub-private room. So I'm, they put me in a, in a room in the ER, but they shut the door. So me and my wife, we get in there, we laid, I'm in a bed now. She's in like a, a chair that could recline, better than nothing. Shut the lights. They got me on the thing. I'm like, yo, when am I going to get to a room? Bop, 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 bop. But it's better than that. We're laying down. We're like, yo, we're going to spend the night in this motherfucker. There's no way they're going to move us to an actual hospital room. We're going to be spending the night in this motherfucker. And uh, at this point, I start shutting my eyes. I'm like, yo, fuck it. All right, I'm going to sleep in this bitch. So around 1 in the morning, we got the lights dimmed. It's like we, we turn it into like a studio apartment. We got the lights dimmed. We're listening to podcast. Shut the fucking lights. Now at this point, the nurses know me. The doctors have come see me. Doctor Chill, they're like, you know, they kind of like, yo, they know Mike Rapp is in the building. They've been aware that Mike Rapp is in the building. They just need to get the room. One in the morning, they go, we're moving you to your room. I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm on a fucking hospital bed. They go, we don't want to drag you through all the patients. We want to keep your privacy. I go, please, keep my fucking privacy. Because I don't want to be seen. Like, I look fucked up. I'm in the fucking bed. Got fucking oxygen tank. It's one in the morning. I'm annoyed. I'd been, I, I thought at 2.30... Yeah, I'm going to go there. I'm going to get out. Bah, 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 bah. Now I'm spending the night in the hospital. No podcast. No nothing. Like my whole day's been thrown off. I'm concerned. I'm frustrated. I'm uncomfortable. Next thing you know, they're wheeling me in a fucking hospital bed. My wife's, you know, walking behind the fucking hospital. They're wheeling me, you know, which feels like a maze. Into a hospital room. I get in there, like a nurse comes in. 
you know, they greet me, they set me up, they put a fucking IV drip, they got me on a breather, they go, yo, we're going to put you on an EKG, I'm like, EKG, so they fucking, you know, they take those little things, they're putting it all over my chest hairs, I got a hairy chest, those things aren't comfortable, like, yo, are, are you taking them? No, you you have to keep this on, I'm like, what the fuck, they're checking my heart, they're checking my, like, you know, they take this shit seriously, like, yo, you have an ammonia, at this point, doctors have declared, my doctor had declared, um, my personal pulmonologist had declared the hospital. You have pneumonia. I'm like, oh motherfucker. I am Rappaport Podcast. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. John Wall, baby. Needs no introduction. Every week, the five-time NBA All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA and what's going on now in the league. CJ will bring his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John Wall will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show to give their unfiltered accounts of what's really going on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok, will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow The Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. But I'm still thinking, all right, they'll give me some antibiotics the next day, which would be Thursday morning. Talk to a doctor. Come up with a little plan. I'll get the fuck out of there. Get me all settled. Get me all EKG'd up, taped in, taped that. I have my own personal clothes on. They're like, you want to get on? I go, hell fucking no. 
Hell fucking no. I'm not gowning up. There's nurses. There's nurses assistants. I'm not gowning. You gown up when you stay. I'll be out of here tomorrow, folks. Like, no problem. Stay in your clothes. I didn't bring any sweat. I'm like, fuck it. I'm sleeping in my pants. One point I took them on in my underwear. I'm like, yo, I'm not dick flapping around in a hospital gown to stay overnight. Just not in front of my wife with nurse after nurse come in there and all that shit. Boom. Go to sleep probably like 3.30 in the morning. Wake up the next morning. My doctor comes in again. Like, yo, you have pneumonia. We need to do this, that, and the third. We want you to stay for antibiotics. We definitely want you to stay, you know, a day or two, possibly through the weekend. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? The weekend? It's 4th of July weekend. What the fuck are you talking about? They're like, this is what we need to do. Call this doctor, my other doctor, my collider. Anyway, anyway long story short, I wound up having to stay in the motherfucking hospital for five days. The gringo mandingo was in the hospital for the last five fucking days with a motherfucking pneumonia. I'm in there like my breathing isn't going up. They're giving me the fucking the antibiotics. It's getting a little better. Nurse after nurse, doctor. My doctors are coming. My doctor's like, yo, I'm going on vacation. But the hospital has doctors that work under whatever. But I'm, I'm, I'm in there. I'm bugging. I'm like, yo, I can't believe. You know, the first day I'm like, okay. Second day I'm like, okay. You know, they start testing me the second day because I have the ulcerative colitis. They put a sign outside my door. They tell my wife, yo, you can't come in the room unless you put on that, that blue suit, that mini hazmat. Not the full hazmat with the mask on top of the dome, but like the shit that covers your whole body because your husband's fecal matter, my shit could be bio. My shit could be toxic. I could have toxic shit in my body. I'm like, what are you people talking about? I don't have toxic shit. They go, well, you got diarrhea. I go, I always have diarrhea when I have colitis. But I'm insulted that you motherfuckers are trying to tell me that my shit could be toxic. You could say a lot of things about my stool. And people have said a lot of things about my stool. But no one has ever accused me. Not one person has ever accused me of having toxic fecal matter. They're like, well, what you need to do is do a sample and we'll check it. I'm like, no problem. That ain't no problem. You, you, you mean like shit in a cup, shit in a box, shit in a... In a bucket, what, what, what do you, where do you want me to shit? That's not a problem. They go, you know, they explain the whole thing. Basic, I, you could shit in a big, long story short, I did give them a little sample by shitting in a cup or giving them a piece of my shit in a cup. Because like, you ain't going to have me in here. You know, everybody's coming in with the hazmat suits, which slows down people coming in, slows down the nurse coming in. My wife's looking crazy. She's annoyed. She's uncomfortable. Her back is... Fucked up. She's scared shit. And I'm going to be totally honest. When they're telling me my breathing isn't going up, even with the oxygen, I started to get scared too. I was like, yo, not scared that I was going to die. Not scared that I was going to die because it wasn't like you're going to die. But it was like, what's going on and like what's happening to the quality of my life? Like, is this going to be fixed? Like, what is, I'm thinking I got a podcast. I'm literally thinking this. I'm like, how can I talk shit if I can't fucking breathe? Cut to, I finally give them the stool. It takes a few hours. They check my stool. They go, your fecal matter is not toxic. I go, I know. I could have told you that. 
Now, I'm not being belligerent. I'm being totally humble with all these nurses. They're so nice. They're so sweet. I'm just kind of teasing about the fecal matter because that was just like my internal monologue to myself, my internal discussion. Shout out to every single person that cared for me at Mount Sinai. Every single person was so nice, so warm. All the doctors, the doctor's assistants, the nurses, the nurse's assistants, every single person was very, 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 very nice. And what a job, man. Because I know whatever was going on with me is nothing. It's nothing. You know, these people see the worst of the worst. They see people at the very, very bottom. They see tragedy. You know, they were telling me COVID stories. They were telling me just, you know, just crazy fucking stories. And the nurses, like, just young New York girls, all so nice. One, one nurse was so sweet, talking about her job. She was just like, you know, I love my job. And me and my wife were like, yo, you, you can tell. You're so warm, so sweet. And she goes, I, I love what I do. And I go, that's success. To me, that is success. If you love your job and you like going to work, that's successful. Obviously, you want all the, the perks of life and the finer things of life. But I was like, you really are lucky to have that. She goes, I know. And I said, you, I don't know if you really understand how, how, how well you're setting up the rest of your life. Because having a job like this and you really enjoy it is success. And I say that to anybody. You, you got to love what you do. If you don't love what you do, why do it? Um, so I'm in there day one, day two, day three. I'm like, fuck this shit. Uh, I'm not eating in the hospital food. The hospital food that they, they, I had one morning of eggs. I was like, nope, 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 nope. My wife would Postmate shit. She was going home. She stayed with me the first two nights. Uh, and then she would go home, make shit, and bring it back, or pick up shit, bring it back. Fuck the hospital food. And I asked them, I said, yo, do you make this hospital food bad so people don't stay? And they said, that's kind of the thing. You know, it's nutritious. It's, it's bare minimum. But, you know, they say some people get, they get used to it. Being served in a hospital is better than what they have at home. Being sort of looked at 24 hours is a better life than a lot of people have at home. But I'm in there three days, four days. On the third day, they finally let me go for a walk. I'm walking around the thing. They got the physical therapist. They're checking my oxygen. Uh, they're checking my blood levels. They're checking everything. They're checking my oxygen. The, the big thing is to get my oxygen to the brain up. They want that number, which started at like 87, which on the breathing, they got me on a fucking breathing tank. I got the little fucking thing around my nose. On that, my numbers were good. So we go, we're going to go for a walk. I'm like, yo, we're going to go for a walk. So we, we go around the, the building. There's this sort of long walkway. My numbers start going up without the oxygen. I'm like, good. Good. We're, we're getting there. I said, let's go for another walk. The numbers keep going up. I'm like, good. All right, I'm going to get the fuck out of here tomorrow. I keep thinking I'm getting the fuck out of here tomorrow. Now, it is a holiday week, and my doctor's like, yo, I'm going to, I don't know where she was going, Cape Cod or some shit. My doctor's a big shot. She has her, you know, the people that she works with on call. They're all checking on me, bop, 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 bop. I'm like, I want to leave on day four. I want to be in here more than four days. One day is more than I fucking even planned. Two days, even more than I planned. Three days, okay, cool, fine. I don't feel great. But tomorrow we're going to leave, right? Tomorrow being Saturday, that's the fourth day. 
Tomorrow, I, I, I could for sure get the fuck out of here. They, they shouldn't be. That's July 2nd. UFC. I could get home to watch UFC, right? They say, no, you, you're not leaving. You're not leaving today. I go, but what, what am I in here for? They go, we need to continue to give the, the antibiotics. And the reason why, to explain to you guys, they don't want me to go home and take oral antibiotics is because when I take the oral antibiotics, it fucks my stomach up which is already fucked up with the ulcerative colitis. And they go, plus, we want you breathing with the oxygen assistance. I'm like, motherfucker. All right, so the reason why you want me here, understandable. Again, I'm not being belligerent or fighting, but at this point, I'm like, I want to get the fuck out of here. But also, I want to get better because I ain't good. I ain't good. I don't feel good. I ain't breathing right. My oxygen blood levels ain't right. See, this is what you got to do. We got to do it. I go, but I just want to be clear. The reason why I'm here still is to give me the antibiotics and to continue me on the oxygen. They go, yes, 100%. I go, okay. I want to start figuring out a way to go home. I'll take a motherfucking oxygen tank home. And if there's a way to get the antibiotics at the crib, we'll do that also. They go, we can work on that. It's holiday weekend. It ain't that easy to get this done. Now I go, okay, fine. I go, fuck it. Can't go home to watch the fights. Again, it's Saturday, July 2nd. I got the fucking iPad. I watch the fights on the iPad. I chill. Ba 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 ba. They also say we want to move you into a different room uh, before the evening. I go, no problem. Move me into a different room. I go, why? They go, it's just, you know, this room's different from the other room. And then ba ba. I says different service. You know, is it because I'm getting better, getting worse? They go, actually, uh, neither. But they want to switch your room. I go, okay, fine. Switch the room when you guys are ready to switch the room. I'm ready to, I'm ready when you are. Again, everybody is sweet. Everybody is nice. Everybody couldn't be more, you know, just on point, professional. No one's fucking with me. Not one person said anything about Michael Rappaport, no one th person said anything about Copland, no one person said anything about being an actor. I know they knew who I was, but they kept, they let me be, which I appreciated. And they just were very sweet, hardworking, nice, and, you know, taking care of me in a fucked up time. Like I said, these people take care of people at the very worst times. And even though what I was going through felt bad, I know compared to what others go through and what others are going through in that hospital is way worse. I heard one person, you know, I don't know what was going on um, on the fourth day. You know, something was terrible was happening. Someone was screaming and yelling and crying. And my first instinct was like, what the fuck? Like, calm down. And then I was like, no, no, calm down. You're in a hospital. This is where death happens. This is where people's lives are changed forever. You know, but I got institutionalized. I'm like thinking like I'm at like a fucking shitty hotel somewhere in St. Louis. No disrespect to St. Louis. But, you know, you start like, I'm just here. Four days of this shit. You know, you get, I'm, in the, I'm on the road doing comedy. I'm not there for four days. I was in Jacksonville. I was only there for three days. I'm in this motherfucker for four days. You kind of get used to the motherfucker. You know, I got a good cable thing. The TV's on. They got all the channels. I got my iPad. I'm like, as bad as it is, you, you get used. The, the hospital beds ain't bad. They tilt up. They tilt down. My wife's bringing me food. I got Postmates. 
My brother, my mom, they were in town. They come see me. They're bringing me shit. Ba, 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 ba. Again, it's weird how comfortable you could get in an uncomfortable, fucked up situation, even though you don't want to be there. So next thing you know, they say, we're going to move your room. I go, cool. They wheelchair me down in the room. It's on the other side of the hospital. I get in the room. There's no curtain on the window. It's just a big blank window with no curtain. Bright as fuck. It's about 5 p.m. It's bright as fuck. There's no curtain. I go, can you guys put a curtain? They go, well, there hasn't been one up. I go, well, I, I, I'm not fucking sitting in the bed. This is the one time I caught an attitude. I didn't curse. I said, I'm not laying in this bed with no curtain. I said, I don't care if you put a, a wee-wee pad. I don't care if you put a sheet. But there's no way I'm going to be able to sleep for one day, two days, whatever, how many more I got to be in here with no curtain, with this bright sun facing Madison Avenue. Great view. Fantastic view. But still, I need a curtain. Slap a wee-wee pad on there, whatever they got to do. I said, the last person was in here with no curtain? They go, yeah. I go, I'm not getting in that bed until we, we could fix it. I, I, give me some duct tape. Give me a sheet, towels, whatever. I'm not, I can't. Can't do it. Can't do it. Yeah, I'm on that Mike Singletary. Can't do it. Can't do it. Anyway, homeboy comes in very nice. He gets up there with the tacks. Literally tacked up a motherfucking wee-wee pad. You know, they got the wee-wee pads for the beds because motherfuckers be pissing the beds and all that. He puts two on the, on the window. I go, yo, that's not going to do it. We, we need the sheet. Yeah, he's like, you're right. He gets the sheet, gets the tacks. It looks like I'm like, I'm now I'm in a project room. For some reason, this new hospital room... Felt more like you're in the projects. I went from being in, let's say, a nice diner. The west side of the hotel, which, which I was in initially, was like being in a nice diner. A New York City diner, nice service, food's good. Not literally, but, you know, just kind of the vibe to being like, now you're at a Taco Bell. You're at a Taco Bell and one that's been there for a while. Not a new Taco Bell with new management and optimism. Like, you're now in, like, the different part of the, the hospital. I'm like, what did I do to get downgraded? Is it because I'm feeling good? Why, why if I'm, if the service, why they put me over here? And I could just tell by the vibe. I could just tell by the vibe. So I'm in this different room, same bed, same channels, no curtains, but it's, it's fine. It covers it enough. The lady comes in, my first nurse, she comes in, she gives me an eye, like an eye, um, Sleep pad, like a thing, you know, like to cover your face, like a, an eye patch thing. You could cover, you know, those sleep eye patch. You know, you know what I'm talking about. I go, thank you so much. Anyway, bop, 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 I'm like, fuck it. I got to be here one more night, but I'm trying to get this at-home nurse service. I could go home tomorrow. I'm going to go home tomorrow, deliver the oxygen tank. You want me to have the oxygen tank? Fuck it. I'll take the oxygen tank. Set up a thing where they'll come to the crib, give me the antibiotics, I'll pay. I'm fortunate. I could do that. Got UFC, boom, 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 boom. Around 7 p.m., they switched nurses. And this was the only thing that went wrong with my stay in the hospital. 7 p.m., this Asian chick named Kara, she goes, my name's Kara. She writes her name. I'm your nurse. I'm like, okay, Kara. Now, I'd only been in there about an hour. I go, Kara, um, can I get a, another blanket because I'm cold? She goes, uh, I don't have one. <laughs> I go... Well, we're in Mount Sinai Hospital. I'm patient. I'm cold. I don't have one. 
She goes, I'll, I'll see what I could do. That's what she says to me. I'll see what I could do. I'm like, bitch, you don't tell a fucking patient. I don't care if, if you think I'm on the low end of the spectrum. Motherfucker got a broken leg. Motherfucker got a heart attack. Motherfucker got, you know, bullet holes, broken ankle, whatever the fuck. Busted lip. You don't say, I'll see what I could do for another blanket. I didn't like this bitch. She wasn't warm. She wasn't. She's the only one that wasn't warm. Wasn't I didn't like she gave me like a fucked up vibe. And then when I asked for my blanket in a very nice way, I'll see what I could do. She comes back in about 20 minutes later. She goes, I stole this from the only other empty room. Puts the blanket down on, on me. I go, thanks. Can you lay it on me? You know, like I'm tuck, tuck me in, bitch. You're the nurse. Put the fucking blanket on me. I'm a sick man in here, you fuck. Can you put it on me? She acts like she's doing me a favor. She puts it on me. She goes, okay. I go, yeah, okay. I'm like, yo, fuck this bitch. Fuck this bitch. You know, I'm also not supposed to get excited. I'm not breathing good. But, you know, like, I'm like, yo, who? I'm the fucking gringo man dingo, motherfucker. I'm... I'm Michael Rappaport. The president of the hospital came to visit me. They don't want Michael Rappaport in this motherfucker dying. They don't want Michael Rappaport in this motherfucker ranting. They want to treat me good. I'm Mr. New York. I'm the raging bullshit, and I am down and out. Treat me with the bells and fucking basic whistles. Hit me with the okay. I am Rappaport Podcast. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. John Wall, baby, needs no introduction. Every week, the five-time NBA All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA and what's going on now in the league. CJ will bring his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John Wall will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show to give their unfiltered accounts of what's really going on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok, will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. 
I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Anyway, boom, 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 boom. I'm browsing Netflix, watching Wimbledon tennis. Thank God, loved watching Wimbledon tennis from the hospital. That was a, a godsend. Watching this doc, watching that doc. There's this new uh, doc on Netflix called uh, Be Sweet and Pray, which I'll talk about later. Boom, 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 boom. I got the fights coming on. The prelims come on the TV. Watching UFC. So happy that I got the prelims. My wife was not staying with me anymore. I was like... Please stay home. You do not have to come here. I'm good. Dropped off food. I'm straight. I'm good. I don't need anything. Go home, sleep, rest. She's freaked out of her mind. My wife is freaked out of her mind. And I'm, I'm freaked out too. No one expected to be in the hospital four fucking days with pneumonia. Even though they said the only reason why they're keeping me at this point is to give me the antibiotics and keep me on the oxygen. I'm still like, it's not a good place. It's not a good feeling. It's not a happy fucking feeling. You don't feel positive. You don't feel good about it. So around 1230, I'm watching the fights on my iPad. Okay? They go into the, the main card. I'm laying in bed. And around 1230, 1245, maybe it's like 1230, 1245, I doze off. The room is pitch black. I doze off. The nurse's assistant, not the Asian bitch that was in there earlier, who hit me with the, okay, cool, the what's up, bitch. Bitch, you should be working at a Burger King. Another woman comes in, wakes me up. She comes in loud. I fall asleep while I'm watching the fight. She comes in. She startles me. I go, oh, shit. I didn't see you. She goes, oh, you're sleeping? I'm like, bitch, it's 1245. Why would you assume that I'm not sleeping? I go, yeah, yeah, I was, I was sleeping. She goes, well, I got to check your vitals. I go, okay, okay. Oh, okay. And she goes, oh, oh, you're the dude from Wendy Williams. You're that comedian dude that was hosting Wendy Williams. I'm like, yeah, yeah, loud like that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, wow. I'm like, I don't say anything because normally fans love the fans. But number one, you, you came in on blast. You turned on the lights on blast. You didn't assume that a patient would be sleeping at 1245 on a Saturday night. And now you're talking about that Wendy Williams shit. Not cool. I'm not with that. You want to talk about that in the morning and maybe say something cool? You want to talk about that if I'm up? Maybe cool. You want to talk about it if we're chit-chatting? Maybe cool. But in general, in the hospital, I, I don't need that. I don't want that. I don't need that. No one else has done that. And I've dealt with a lot of people in the last four days. So I'm, I'm kind of like, okay, she does her thing. Uh, I was glad she actually came in because I woke up to watch the uh, 
Izzy Adesanya fight, which is boring. I'm a fan of Izzy. Fight was boring. Uh, his fights have been boring his last few fights. He doesn't kick ass. He wins. And obviously, it's important to win and not get hit. But the fights are boring. As much shit talking as he does. Boom, 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 boom. Anyway, I watch the fights go to sleep. It's about 1.30. I go to sleep. Fall asleep like a brick shit house. Five in the morning, something's beeping in my room. You know, because they got me plugged in this. I got fucking... I'm plugged into this to check on my pulse, to check on my EKG. Boom, boom, boom. Five in the morning, I got woken up. I beep, 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 beep. So I pressed the nurse's thing for the nurse to come back in. The Asian bitch who was rude early about the blanket, she comes in my room with her walkie-talkie blasting at five in the morning. And she literally says to me, what's up? Like I'm at a motherfucking bodega and the bitch is behind the counter. And even there, they don't say to you, what's up? So I pull down my eye mask, my sleep eye mask, and I go, what's up? The thing's beeping. She goes, oh. She unplugs my finger, which is attached to the plug, which is attached to the thing, so it could stop beeping. She goes, okay. She unplugs. I go, well, you, you can't leave me unplugged. Because, you know, then they're not monitoring me. I need to be monitored. So somehow she resets the machine. She replugs me. It stops beeping. And then she goes, cool? Like she's asking me, is this cool? And I go, and I, I'm like, I'm seething. I'm fucking pissed. It's five in the morning, though. I look her in the face. I go, yeah, that's dope. Go to sleep. Pissed. I am pissed. I'm fucking pissed at this point i'm fucking fucking pissed and i know i'm feeling better because i i could feel pissed i'm like this fucking bitch you gotta be out of your fucking mind coming into any patient's fucking room at five in the morning with your walkie-talkie all loud stomping in there and saying what's up to a patient in a hospital are you crazy bitch are you out of your fucking mind What's up? Like, I'll, I'll shit the bed. You want me to shit the bed? You want to see if my fecal matter is toxic on day four? I'll shit the bed in this motherfucker. You have to clean it. That's what's up. Like, literally, I'm thinking this. I'm going to shit the bed on this lady. Next morning, I get up. I, I call my wife. I told her. She's like, oh, fuck no. I was like, fuck no. I'm getting the fuck out of here. I'm, we're getting the fuck out of here today. Fuck this dumb shit. Called the fucking the hospital. I, I made her, I filed a report on this bitch, Kara, nurse Kara. Told them what happened. They were like unacceptable. I was like, it's not only unacceptable to me. I guarantee you, if she's talked that way to me, she's talked worse to other patients who, you know, aren't me, the gringo mandingo, and aren't, you know, feel confident or strong enough to do that. This bitch shouldn't be working at a motherfucking a Burger King, a White Castle, let alone a nurse. Fuck out of here. So I, I put her on blast. Like, yo, we need to go today. I don't know what we need to do, how we need to do it, what I need to pay. I need to get the fuck out of this motherfucker today. Fuck this shit. I'm feeling better. My numbers aren't still good. Get me the antibiotics today. And then the next day, we'll figure out how to get him at home. Get the oxygen tank at home. I need to get the fuck out of this motherfucker today, please. I've had enough. It's day five. Got to go. Got to go. 
They go, we're, we're going to get it going for you. We're going to get it going for you. Boom, 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 boom. Next thing you know, I get home 3 o'clock. Oxygen tank at the crib. Set up for the antibiotics the next day. And I'm just like, I got to take a shower. I didn't take a shower in five days. My man, people, listeners, worldwide. I didn't take a shower in that motherfucker for five days. Brush my teeth. They gave me these warm wipes to wipe down. But a motherfucker didn't shower or shave for five days. First thing I do is I get in the motherfucker crib, take a hot shower. I got this IV drip on my arm, you know, so they could give me the IV drip the next day. I got to wrap that shit. I'm like, I'm showering. I'm shaving. I got to put on some new clothes. Like my body hurts. My back hurts. I'm uncomfortable, but I'm so fucking happy to be home, be in my house, get in my bed. I got that, got the little fucking oxygen tank next to the bed, whatever. But I'm like bugging. I'm like, yo, I was in the hospital for five fucking days. You know, and I learned a lot about what I have, learned about a lot about how to treat it, what I need to do going forward, and, you know, where I'm at. You know, and, and not that I need to be humble, because as much shit as I talk, and as much as my gringo man dingo persona, you know, you guys know that it's a persona. You know, a lot of the world thinks like, this is who I am all the time. I, it's a persona. You know, I have fun disrupting. I have fun talking shit. I have fun, you know, doing my thing. But at the end of the day, anybody who is even around me knows that it's a persona. But that shit humbles you. And it obviously gets you to have things in perspective. And you know, I have to cancel my shows, obviously, because right now it's about rest, recovery, taking care of myself, figuring out what the fuck is going on, and getting myself back to full strength and not letting this happen again because of the compromised immune system, blah, 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 blah. So I had to cancel my Milwaukee shows, had to cancel the OKC shows. I canceled the rest of my comedy shows for the summer. I'm done for the summer. I'm not traveling, you know, doing shows for the summer. I had to do it. Had to do it. And, um, you know, but I'm back in the crib. You know, they got the oxygen at the crib for the next few days. I got two more days of this antibiotics. And hopefully, uh, you know, I'll get back going. But pneumonia is no joke. The pneumonia I had in my lungs was no joke. And, um, you know, don't have to worry about me. I'm being taken care of. I feel good. You know, I feel optimistic. I feel positive. I sound good. You know, it was a godsend, some of the sports things. I'm not going to go into it now. I'll do it for the next podcast. But all the Katie, Kyrie, leaving the Nets, that craziness, that bitch. That motherfucker is such a bitch, Kevin Durant. As soon as the going gets tough, OKC leaves. Draymond Green calls him a bitch when he's with the Warriors. Bob Myers makes fun of him, leaves, comes to the Nets. Sets it up how he wants it. Kyrie, James Harden, they bring in DeAndre Jordan, who's washed up, give him $40 million contract because he's his best friend. And now you want to leave Brooklyn to go to the next man's team? And they're like, oh, well, he carried him to a championship. Of course he could carry a team like the Phoenix Suns to a championship, but they don't need to be carried. It's just like if he went to Golden State, but it ain't going to be the same as if he went to Golden State. He should go to Milwaukee. Dick ride Giannis Antetokounmpo. Dick ride the Greek freak. 
But I'm not going to go deep into that. In, uh, but that was that distracted me. That was, you know, that was fun to think about while I was in there. Obviously, I was watching UFC, watching Wimbledon, watching baseball, watching TLC channel, watching Bravo, watching a, a new cult polygamy cult doc. That one I just mentioned called B Suite. But like I said, you know, I'm out feeling good, sounding good. Um, and you know, I'm here. I ain't going nowhere. Uh, next podcast will be with me and young, the young shooter, Dean. Uh, Bleach brother, Dust brother, Jordan Winter got married over the weekend. Congratulations to him and his beautiful new wife. And, um, you know, what can I say? Like I said, happy Jason Pierre Paul weekend. I hope everyone made it through with all your fingers and toes intact. And like I said, don't worry about me. I'm good. I'm on the, uh, the road to recovery. I'm just going to chill for a little bit. Really try to focus on figuring out what's going on with my body. Get my shit stabilized. Get my shit strong. Taking care of business. This, that, and the third. Gringo Man Dingo. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Museum quality. Done out of the hospitals. Five days in that motherfucker. But I'm back. Uh, Miles Jordan. A.K.A. the Bleach Brothers. A.K.A. the Dust Brothers. Let's end it. Let's take me out of here with something real nice. Take me out of here with something real proper. And end this I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast with something real loud and real proper. I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. I'm out. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok, will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L. S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 